0: Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. It was the festival, the dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple, in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you do not believe, because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. During the Easter season, obviously we begin the uh, Easter uh, season with the proclamation that Christ is risen from the dead, that the women who went to the tomb uh, found the tomb to be empty and that they shared this good news with the apostles and from Jerusalem to the ends of the earth, the news that Christ is risen from the dead has spread. On the second Sunday of Easter, we always hear the story of Thomas, who is often called Doubting Thomas. Thomas, who was not gathered there on the Sunday of the resurrection, was astounded and could not hardly believe that Christ was risen from the dead. But upon seeing the risen Lord, Thomas gives the most um, awesome proclamation of, of Jesus and says, My Lord and my God. On the third Sunday of Easter, we always hear a story of Jesus eating with his disciples, knowing that in the breaking of the bread that Jesus comes among us and is with us, and not only on this altar as this bread is broken for us, but in all altars around the world, Christ is made manifest in the breaking of the bread and in a meal And so this Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Easter, we always hear some sort of uh, imagery about Jesus being the good shepherd. Jesus the shepherd is an early Christian image. Some of the um, oldest places of worship you would find an image of what looked like a a Roman holding a, a, a shepherd's crook with some sheep there. It's a way of marking this was a place in which Christians gathered the Old Testament long had identified uh, God as one who is a shepherd. Think about those words from Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I was listening to a podcast this week about this sermon. And um, the, uh, the, the person speaking was talking about how when they were in seminary, their academic advisor had been a sheep farmer before going uh, into the academic world. And he said, you know, here's the thing is, is, you know, Christians love this image of sheep because sheep are really cute. <laughs> right? And, 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 in our, and, and kids can make really great art out of some cotton balls and making little sheep that are just really cute to put up on the... But, but, but sheep are really stupid animals. <laughs> um, sheep... Um, eat things that they're not supposed to eat and they kind of get sick, so the shepherd has to sit there and you know, kind of direct them, no, don't eat that thing. They'll go and they'll just find a, something that looks like water and they'll start drinking it. It doesn't matter if that's a good source of water or not. They'll, they'll drink it. The sheep are liable to walk off and the sheep have no way of protecting themselves. Last night, uh, Kristen and I and the kids were watching that great um, um, Ice Cube movie, Are We There Yet? And there's a saying in which Ice Cube gets into a fight with a deer. A deer probably would be a really kind of tough animal, but a sheep is not going to go and beat up an Ice Cube. They don't do anything. And so sometimes it's, it, it you know, begs the question whether we really want to think of ourselves as sheep. You know, I, I, When I was in elementary school, at school I sang this song, We Like Sheep Have Gone Astray. We really want to be sheep. But yet scripture holds that God is the one who is the shepherd of our life, that God who has been manifest in Jesus Christ is the one who has come among us to lead us and to guide us. Jesus is the one who comes into the midst of the brokenness of our lives and is with us. It doesn't matter what things we eat that we're not supposed to eat or what things we drink that we're not supposed to drink. It doesn't matter how far we wander off. We believe that we have a God who has come among us and shepherds us back into relationship. Jesus often contrasts his role as the good shepherd with the hired hand. Remember from John chapter 10, Jesus says, I'm not like the hired hand. The shepherd is one who is committed. The shepherd is one who seizes their vocation to protect the sheep. But these stories in John chapter 10 of the good shepherd do not come in a vacuum. They follow John chapter 9 in which there's a story about a man who was born blind at birth. The religious leaders, the religious authorities want to know... Was it the young man who sinned or maybe his parents sinned who caused him to be born blind? They were angry with Jesus that Jesus would, would heal a man who was blind on the Sabbath day, breaking their laws. Think about our own ways in which we often shame people or blame people for the things that, be, that, 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 that affect their lives. We're reminded in this story in which Jesus comes among one who is blind and gives them sight, that this is the role of the shepherd to give all of us sight, all of us who are blind, whether physically or spiritually, to see again. That the shepherd is the one, as in Psalm 23, leads us, and guides us. There's three things that I want to say about Jesus, the good shepherd, in kind of summary. The first is, is that Jesus says that the shepherd is the one who lays down their life for the sheep, right? So the shepherd is there who protects the sheep because the sheep are defenseless creatures. They are not going to beat anybody up. And the shepherd is the one who is willing to lay down their life from the one who wants to steal the sheep or the wolf who wants to come and attack the sheep. And Jesus is the shepherd who has laid down his life for our life so that we may be healed and renewed and brought back into relationship with God. That Jesus, the good shepherd, is not like a rancher. Any of you, uh, several summers ago, probably 20 or more years ago, my brother and I were camping with my dad in Colorado, and um, we noticed that this year it was a place we went multiple years. That this year, that there were there were horses there, and there were there were. And we went up to them. We're like, you know, you want to let us ride your horses? And they said, you know, I'll give you a deal. We are moving cattle tomorrow, and if you want to come move cattle with us, you can ride the horses. And so, so, you know, me at, you know, I don't know, 12 or 14 years of age, I thought I was the cowboy. And the thing about being a cowboy and a rancher is, is you have to forcibly move the sheep. Sheep do not have to be moved. Sheep will follow the voice. This is something that's amazing. It's the, it's the, it's the only redeeming value that sheep have. Because a shepherd can come when there are multiple sheep of different herds, and the shepherd can say, okay, sheep, it's time to go. And the sheep that belong to that shepherd will come and follow him. They don't have to sit there and, 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 and drive them like you drive cattle. Sheep follow the voice of their shepherd. And so we as people need to listen to the voice of the shepherd who is calling us. And that we are told in these images of Jesus as the good shepherd that the shepherd will be with us no matter what. And this is the thing that I need to be reminded of multiple times each and every day. That in the times in which I wander, wander off. The times in which I do the things I am not supposed to do. The times in which I think that most normal people would reject me. Are the very times in which God the good shepherd shows up in my life. And says you are part of my sheepfold, And I love you. And I forgive you. Sheep may not be the most idyllic image that we want to think about ourselves. Defenseless, stupid, prone to wander off. But the image of Jesus and God is the good shepherd, the one who does not forget the sheep, the one who goes and leaves 99 to go find the one, the shepherd who sits there in the midst of our pain and our sorrow wipes away our tears, the one who walks through the valley of the shadow of death that we will fear no evil, that that shepherd is with us in our lives. We may not like the image of the sheep, but I hope we like the image of the shepherd. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org and peace be with you.